0: You're listening to the Story Embers podcast, a podcast dedicated to guiding and inspiring Christian storytellers to glorify God with excellent craftsmanship. I'm your host, Grace Livingston, and welcome to our fourth episode, Writing Habits and Disciplines. Hey everyone, I'm Grace Livingston. I'm
1: Hope Ann,
2: I'm Josiah DeGraff.
0: and I'm Rolina Hatfield, and today we're going to be discussing writing habits and disciplines, how to set achievable goals, and how to work toward those goals while balancing writing with the rest of life's craziness. So Hope, by the end of March you will have released two novellas in about two months, right? Yes. What did your process look like for juggling both of those novellas in other areas of your life, and what writing habits do you think helped you get to this point?
1: So how it worked with these two novellas, Shadowkeeper and Healer's Bane. Basically, I wrote them both during Nano, and then I wanted to publish Shadowkeeper in January. So I edited it, I sent it out to beta readers, I sent it to an editor eventually. And while beta readers were working on it, and then especially when I was at the editors, I went and was working on Healer's Bane. It's really just a lot of figuring out ahead of time what you want to do getting set deadlines of okay i'm going to get this much done this week which means i have to get this much done this day which means i need to make sure i have this done first a lot of prioritizing as well making sure you write as opposed to watching videos or reading books or whatever else i might be doing at the time
2: yeah that's been my failure as a writer the past uh, 7 months so i i could i have i have mad respect for putting those in place and I'm at the point right now I'm like oh I really need to do a much better job of prioritizing things because I can't do all the things
1: and one thing I've just started doing recently which helps me with between life and writing because I would get so occupied in writing and I realize you know I actually should spend time with people you know I figure out different levels of here's my life as a writer this week I want to get the short story corrected. My life as a marketer, because I have to do all the marketing stuff. I need to write a newsletter and a blog post for story numbers. I need to do this. As a sibling, I need to do this. And so I have the different categories and have a basic goal in each category of make sure you spend time with these people, make sure this is done. And then I do that for the whole week. And then I have a daily planner where I sit down and figure out, okay, today I don't have work. So I'll be home more. I can make sure I spend time with people today and get those goals done. I know everyone's horrified that I put spending time with people in my planners, but I do. (laughs) (laughs) It helps me focus on what I need to focus. I can schedule out my writing and it's helped me be a lot more relaxed, both because I'm not doing everything the first three days of the week and then not doing anything the last three days because I'm crazy that way and I want to get everything done. So it's kind of scheduled throughout the whole week. That's helped me a lot.
2: I, I did some of, you know, kind of scheduling myself to have to, you know, talk with certain people during college, um, especially people back home when I uh, wasn't, you know, wasn't regularly seeing them. I, I, I realized I had to do that if I wanted to actually maintain relationships with people long distance, which pretty much every writer friend I know has had to deal with it at some point or another because you meet all these awesome people at writing conferences. And it's like, oh, I want to keep in touch with you, but it's really hard.
3: Unless you're me and you're an extroverted writer and you're yeah. like constantly talking to people and you're like, oh, I need to sit down and do the writing. I think for me, I, I've been really in between. It's hard to keep that schedule and to make it, make it work throughout the week. And I found myself there sometime last year where I was getting better at hitting my word count goals, but I wasn't super consistent with you know, writing the word count I wanted and then being able to do some platform things. And it was it was really overwhelming to try to fit all of that in. Um, and I actually had a conversation with Hope, who she got to visit me. And that was that was a surprise visit. Anyway, that conversation really motivated me. And I had this extra planner that I was given. And I realized that I could set my normal, so my normal schedule, like visiting people and my appointments and things like that, I wrote down in my planner that I had bought. And then this other planner that someone gave me, I decided to turn into my writer's planner. And it's been really, really motivational just to be able to like sit down and write out my goals and what day I want to do what so that I'm not overwhelmed with everything that I want to do as a writer. Like, the platforming and the talking to people about writing or whatever it is for me, I spread it out. I spread my, my days out I don 't write every day. I actually write about two, three days a week that yeah. gives me the time that I need to brainstorm what should happen next and where where the, the story should go and kind of let it percolate I guess a little bit before I sit down to actually write and no, I don't do it all. I definitely cross some things off that I don't get to and also learning that. I shouldn't underestimate my ability to meet self-set goals hmm. and being able to like see that in my planner that I, I've written something down that I'm going to write 3000 words on Thursday and then actually doing it is really rewarding.
2: Now here's a question I have really based off of what you're saying is kind of interested in hearing from both of you. There are different types of goals you can set as rise. Well. I noticed really that you mentioned that you you tend to set word count goals, and I know I personally tend to set goals more based on time. If I want to spend so many hours writing, because sometimes when I write, I'm writing a ton, and sometimes when I'm writing, it's you know a struggle just to get a hundred words on the page. For myself, I find I work best when I just try to do a time goal and don't put the word count pressure on myself. But I know different writers work differently. I'd be interested in kind of hearing more from you on how you decided that this was the right kind of path for you in this regard. Also from you, Hope, on what you find most helpful for setting goals in terms of what sorts of goals you tend to set for yourself in your writing.
3: Yeah. When I started actually setting goals to write a weekly amount, I found that for me, <laughs> it was kind of the opposite. If, hmm. if, I, if I tried to sit down and just write in a certain amount of time, I don't know, I think I felt pressured by the time more than overwhelmed by a word count. So I think what I did is I figured out how long it took me to write. I think I started with like a thousand words and then I would set aside about that amount of time and then give myself a little bit of wiggle room. And the more that I was writing, the higher word counts I could hit. And it's rewarding to me to hit the word count that I set for myself.
1: Hmm. I tend to do a mix when I'm actually working on a project. I tend to do a word count because otherwise I might just sit and stare out the window and not get things done. For weekly goals, like recently, I've just been saying, okay, I'm writing a short story this week, or I'm correcting this story this week and edit, editing it. And when I do that, I still generally split it off of, okay, I'm doing five pages today or three pages today, editing-wise. Word count depends. 2,000 words a day is the nice amount where it's enough to challenge me. It's not as stressful as trying to get like 2,500 words done because then I was running around and I have to go right, I have to go right, I have to go go right and stressing out about it.
2: Well, I think that's important in terms of setting goals is thinking through, you know, what what, what sort of goals both push me but are also achievable and figuring out, you know, for yourself as a writer, what does that kind of balance look like for you personally in your writing?
1: And I think one thing... That's really true of making goals and making deadlines. Like for me, I love goals. I love deadlines. That's how I operate. For my best friend, if she writes down a deadline, it stresses her out to no end and she can't get it done. It depends on the type of people. Some people are going to like it and it's going to work more for them than others. Also with deadlines, you can always move them if you have to. (laughs) At the same time. Things happen, you know, things break down or someone's locked their keys inside the car and you have to go pick them up. And so there's all these random things that, OK, I need to get this done, but it's not quite as much a priority. I'll just do this next week and rearrange your schedule. And yeah, it's a very good tool, but it's supposed to be a tool. It's not like something to chain you down and you have to get this done this day. Otherwise, you're a failure at life. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And that's the other thing with deadlines. What works for one person isn't going to work for another person, obviously. Like we've seen, Josiah and Hope and I all have different writing ways, things that motivate us to want to get our deadlines done. Sometimes when you when you start, you just have to start and you just have to try mm. different things for motivation, for goals, for how you can challenge yourself best to be able to meet the goals that you have set. But as long as you start somewhere it sometimes just takes a little bit of testing and figuring out what's going to work for you.
1: We're
0: going to take a quick break. And when we return, our panelists are going to share more on prioritizing your writing. And they're also going to tackle the finicky state of feeling inspired when you write. Stay tuned. This week on our blog, Brandon Miller explores the why, what, and how of journaling for writers, and Kate Florine captures the struggle of seeking after God in her gorgeous poem, The Altar in My Heart. You can read these and more at storyombers.org forward slash blog. Welcome back, everyone. I'm with SE staffers Hope and Josiah DeGraff, and Rolina Hatfield, and we're discussing all things writing habits. Hope, over the break, you said you had one more thought on prioritizing writing. You want to go ahead and share that?
1: Yes. With writing and making it a priority, the main thing is to figure out what sort of priority it stands in regards to the rest of your life. Because like for me, writing is a very high priority. I have, you know, a personal life. I do have work, but writing is one of the major things I always get done. For other people, it's going to be a big thing, but they might have more things that are above writing than I do. And so that's one main thing you want to sit down and figure out, where does writing rank in all my different priorities? That way, when you look at writing, you can say, I'm doing well with this. I know I'm not getting done as much as it'd be nice to get done, but because of where I'm at in life, this is how much I can do.
2: And jumping off of that, I also think it's important for us to, to know as writers that where, where our priorities are can change at different stages of life. You know, Because I know for myself, being a writer and dedicating a lot of time to that is a big long-term priority for me. But over the past two years, as I've been getting into teaching and do, having to do a lot of work with my day job, since the first couple of years of teaching are a lot more time-intensive than future years, I've had to temporarily put writing lower on the priority list than where I want it to eventually be just because of the fact that, while it's a really big long-term priority, sometimes short-term priorities need to, need to take its place. I haven't always done as good of a job of prioritizing my time with that as I may. I have a tendency to overcommit myself that I need to work on because I don't do a good job of always putting my priorities where they should be in the short term. But I do think, as you think about, you know, where does writing fits in your priorities, you need to think of it both in terms of where is writing, you know, as a long-term priority and given everything else in my life, where does it need to be as a short-term priority at this point?
1: Yes. And obviously, as you write, you don't want to, you know, I am doing everything and I'm writing, I'm overworking myself, I'm stressing myself out, I'm never relaxing, you don't want to do that. But that doesn't mean that you just write when you randomly feel like you want to write and never write other times. If this is a priority and you want to write and you're going to be a writer, especially this long-term priority, you sit down and write whether you feel like it or not. Whether you have the, this is my inspiration, I only write when I'm inspired, that like annoys me to death because (laughs) that's more of like, if you're going to do an impulse, you know, you can write as a hobby, that's fun, that's good, that's absolutely fine. If you're going to be a serious writer, you've got to write whether you are feeling like it at the moment or not. Yeah. You're not going to necessarily get as much done. You don't want to write as when you are really burning up and I'm going to write down 5,000 words a day because I am in love with the scene and these characters. But the thing is, is when you come out of that slump, because everybody has the points they don't want to write, eventually everyone always comes out of them. When you come out of them, you're going to be 10 20,000 words further down the road than if you had just sat there and you still had the same thing in front of you. Right. Especially with the first draft, you need to get it written, and then you can edit.
2: Really, the, the question isn't, do you feel inspired and creative? The question is, are you inspired and creative at this moment? Because oftentimes, those two, two go together, but they aren't going to necessarily always going to go together. There are times they feel inspired and creative. They look back, in the next day, I'm like, wow. That was horrible. So I think it's important for us as writers to give to give ourselves grace. We can often be our own worst critics and there's a valuable role to that critical part. But We need to make sure that come, that's coming into play more during the editing process than during the writing process because often our inner critic is not a very helpful critic when we're still in the writing process.
0: Thanks for joining me, Hope, Josiah and Rolina. And thank you listeners for tuning in. You can learn more about today's panelists by visiting storyembers.org forward slash about. Now it's your turn. What writing habits have you found most helpful on your writing journey? Do you prefer working by word count or set time? Be sure to let us know in the comments. Join me again next time as Hope, Josiah, and Rolina tackle perhaps my favorite topic yet, writing witty characters, all on the next episode of the Embers podcast.